ready handed. I understand handed. George Santos is on the, on the right, line. Right. We hit the breaking news. Okay. He doesn't have it. Okay. So we have breaking news. WABC. For the first time exclusively right here at 77 WABC, we are hearing his side of the story. New York Congressman elect George Santos. Welcome to 77 WABC. Hi. Good evening. How are you? Good. Uh, there's been so many, uh, uh, things said about you and I, I, you know, you know, you know me, uh, Congressman, I believe that, uh, you should have your side of the story and, and tell people what you want to tell them. Oh, John, thank you so much for having me. And I appreciate you for your, uh, uh, understanding that I think there's always two sides to a story. Um, you know, last week, as, uh, we all started, the New York Times came out with what they called their big expose of the truth of who is George Santos, which begs the question is, uh, why the sudden interest in George Santos now, not before the election? But, uh, again, uh, just bringing me back to the fact that it's, it's, we're living in times where people get to say what they want and, and the media being the way that the media is often gets the chance to <laughs> go out there and, and do what they do. And it's, 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 it's frustrating because we sit here as we're bombarded by all these allegations and all these accusations. I'll start off by this. And I think this is the one thing that most people have wanted to hear for a long time. Uh, I'm not a criminal, not here, not abroad in any jurisdiction in the world have I ever committed any crimes. Um, and, and I'm more than happy to corroborate that with anybody willing to see uh, copies of, um, you know, a picture of my renewed passports and my continuing, my continued visits to and from Brazil. These are all things I'm very transparent about. Now, so, is your family from Brazil originally? So my, my grandparents went to Brazil and my mother was born and raised in Brazil, so she migrated to the United States. So it's, it's an American story of immigration, right? This is, and now they're even putting up for questioning if I'm really American, which yes, I am American. I was born in Elmhurst Hospital in Queens, uh, July 22nd, 1988. So uh, to answer those questions. Um, and then to get down to the nit and gritty, I'm not a fraud. I'm not a, a criminal who defrauded the entire country and made up this fictional character and ran for Congress. I've been around a long time. I mean, a lot of people know me. They know who I am. They've done business dealings with me. Um, when one goes out there and says, oh, I've worked, and, and I'm not going to make excuses for this, but my, a lot of people overstate in their resumes or um, twist a little bit or ingrandiate themselves. I'm not saying I'm not guilty of that. I'm just saying I've done so much good work in my career through my through being the vice president at Linkbridge Investors and working with LPs and GPs across all verticals of the private equity, uh, venture capital market, and in hedge funds, along with institutional uh, LPs and GPs. So I did extensive work on the LP side with Goldman Sachs in my time at Linkbridge. I did extensive work with Citigroup in my time and the LP position. In, in Linkbridge Investors, just like I did work with firms on the GP side of things like Blackstone and Deloitte and Robbins Geller Dowd and so many other big firms in the industry of, of private equity. So the way it's stated on the resume, doing work for, 
I have worked for, not on or at or in. Yeah, I, I understand that, and and let that be a lesson learned for everybody. But to go out there and say I'm some fictional character that just showed up and ran, and now I'm a Russian asset, and this, this is not journalism. This is attacking a human being. And it well, was, you it were was elected. Brutal. You were elected to Congress. And, and, the, and the fact is, uh, your opponent should have, uh, uh, if he thought there was something wrong, should have uh, uh, done his homework and said it before the election and not, uh, not after you win. Well, not only that, John, something that I tell everybody constantly is I've always been very proud and I've always made many jokes. I'm the kid who came from a basement apartment in Jackson Heights in, New- in Queens. I was born in abject poverty. My family had various ups and downs. I had my personal ups and downs. I saw through that my mother received her terminal cancer treatment care all the way to the end until she died inside our home in, in, in hospice home in home hospice care. It wasn't easy. Financially it wasn't easy. I was twenty seven years old. You know, I was just getting started at like the good part of my career and I was taking care of my very old mother who gave her would have given her life for me. So yeah, I had financial struggles and difficulties in my life, just like everyone else. But it's things like the New York Times and the elitist institution of the New York Times that make a front page cover calling me George Santos and his odd jobs. I worked proudly at a call center when I was younger. That's not an odd job. That's a hard earning income blue collar job that elitists at the New York Times look at as an odd job and why it triggers. So so in other words, you said you exaggerated your resume a little bit, but it wasn't anything criminal about that. No, and not at all. And, 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 and it's the New York Times again, trying to push you towards this, you know, you're a criminal, you should go to jail. No. And then now they're at, John, do you know, we're living in a world now that apparently I'm a closeted straight man passing through as a gay man. Well, what I've, what I've said, what I've said publicly, I said, uh, if they, uh, if they ever caught up with every congressman or senator that lies in Washington, we wouldn't have a Congress. Um, I agree. I, if they put all 435 members of the House through the same scrutiny they're putting me under, I'd really like to see the New York Times uh, should should increase in page count. It'd be a much thicker newspaper. Congressman Weiner is here with us because uh, he works for WABC. Do you, you want to have a question? Yeah, I just want to, you know, George, I give you a lot of credit for, for taking these questions and for coming on, and I said on my show that I thought you should be seated. But let me just ask you a couple of specifics. Were your grandparents Hungarian Jewish refugees that survived the Holocaust? I never said they were Hungarian. My grand, so my grandmother. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ukrainian. Ukrainian. Forgive me. Forgive me. So my grandfather Ukrainian descent. My grandmother Belgium. So that's the story. He goes from Ukraine to Belgium. They go to Brazil. So 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 entire life. So reports that your grandparents were born in Brazil are wrong. Well. I want to know where they're getting these reports from because I, all I see is a picture of somebody who they're alleging is either my great-grandfather or my great-great-grandfather, and they're saying that a French genealogist did the research. No, I'm, 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 I'm asking you. Are you saying your, your, your grandparents were not born in Brazil? Well, to the best of my knowledge, to, to the best of my understanding, no, they were not. Got it. Did, 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 the people, did anyone who worked for you perish in the Pulse nightclub shooting? That worked for me directly, no, but we did have people who were being hired to work for the company at the time who during 
I was in Florida during the Pulse nightclub shooting at a at another uh, nightclub that same evening, not too far away. But yes, we did lose four people who were going to be coming to work for the company now, that was Congressman, starting up in Orlando. Anthony, Congressman Weiner, uh, you agreed that he should be seated, and uh, I mean he won the election. And if there's any problems, then let them, let them sort it out. That's that, that 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 is my position. But this is a chance for Mr. Santos to basically clear up some of these things. So when 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 you said on WNYC, people that work for me were uh, were impacted by the Pulse nightclub shooting, that wasn't directly that wasn't correct. It's not that it wasn't correct. I mean, work for me as in they work for the company I was an employee of. That's that's in the whole context of the conversation. And look, let me make it very clear. That, again, a tragedy. Why, why would I benefit from anything from that tragedy? I was in Orlando and, and famously known that was a very gruesome weekend. We had, I had attended a concert that evening of a YouTuber at the time, pretty popular, Christina, Christina Grimmie, who was murdered by a deranged fan after, after the concert while autograph signings. The next day, we had the Pulse Night shooting. And then the following day, a child was dragged into the lake at Disney by a gator. So this is, this was Orlando's weekend, that one weekend. It was a tough right? weekend. I remember that a child in uh, Disney World. Uh, uh, Lydia, you had something? Congressman-elect, just uh, once and for all, what do you think about the New York Times piece on you? Will you sue them for defamation? Because that article basically set out to, to destroy you, to destroy your career, basically called you a liar. Like you said, they claim that you're not Jewish. They said you're pretending to be gay just to get votes. Once and for all, Settle the record straight. Well, the record is I, I don't know what my options are. Um, clearly, I've, I've spent the last week. Um, my mother's 60th birthday would have been on the 23rd, on, on the 22nd. She passed six years ago on the 23rd of December. We had Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. It wasn't the best week for all of this to happen, hence my silence. And I, I was just taking time regardless of this story or not. It was going to be a week. I was going to be quiet anyway. Uh, but the New York Times, I'm going to look through and see everything. And just like they nitpicked at me, now it's going to be my time to nitpick at both journalists who made it their mission to slander me across this country and across the world. And let's see what happens at the end. But the one thing is I will be sworn in. I will take office. I will be able to be an effective member of the legislature in the in the 118th Congress, and I will be able to deliver on everything that Democrats fail to deliver. And with no offense and not making this hyper-political, but this is going to be about fighting for our kids, fighting for public safety, fighting to lower inflation, fighting to make sure that we lower the cost of fuel in this country. That's what I was elected to do. And I campaigned on those issues, and I will deliver on those issues. Understood, and I think you should be seated because you won the election. Uh, last question. Um, the $700,000 you put into the election, was that your money? That is the money of that I paid myself through my company, the Volder Organization. Understood. Anything else you want to tell uh, all Americans, all New Yorkers? I think it's simple. Uh, I think I thank all of the people who have been reaching out and stuck by me this entire time. In, in these times is when you really know who has your back. And I have had an immense amount of support, and I really want to thank each and every person. And I want to make sure that if I disappointed anyone by resume embellishments, I'm sorry, and I will deliver to you on everything I campaigned on because it's still the same guy 
still the same message, still the same priorities. God bless the United States, and God bless all of you. And thank you, John, for having me here. Congressman Weiner, thank you very much for uh, throwing the tough ball curveballs at me. And uh, I missed the young lady's name. Lydia. So, Lydia, thank you very much for your for your opportunity to let me speak. But thank you, guys. And I think uh, it's 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 great to be with you guys. I wish you nothing but. Good. Health. Thank you. Happy no, Happy New Year, Congressman-elect uh, George Santos. Uh, good luck, and uh, I hope things work out for you. Thank you, sir. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.